now and Blackhawk Radio, Spreaker, and more. Uh, try to restart this, retry this again. I had uh, had some issues with the last broadcast. I don't know what it was, but uh, I lost the video part of the podcast. The audio kept going, and I loaded that up the other night uh, for Thursday night, uh, second service audio. But I lost the video tracking part of it, so I'm going to retry it again, see what happens here. Uh, amen, friends. It is Saturday, September 10th, uh, a little after 9 p.m. I am your host, Pastor Rick. Church is open. Doors are open. Church is on. Amen. It is always good to be here. Uh, let's see. I think we've got everything finally kind of dialed in. Uh, amen. And uh, it should be uploaded into the podcast channels uh, right after uh, right after this is all done. So, oh, my friends, how are you guys doing? What's going on with you guys? You know, amen. I'm good. You're good. Let's get going. It is Saturday night, Sabbath day, of course, Sa- Sabbath night. Uh, again, World Wide Live Ministry Podcast Network, Pastor Rick here. Always good to be here. Let's pray it in. Let's get right into the podcast. Got a lot of scriptures for you. Uh, amen and amen. All right. So hopefully the camera was okay. I did bump it. I guess I didn't. Uh, I didn't really. <laughs> I should have reset. Maybe it looks kind of crooked and tilted, but uh, I don't really want to mess with it too much because um, you know that's a little bit annoying. I got to readjust stuff and. Uh, can't, I think the cross is okay. Maybe the cross is off. Well, it's probably just the uh, just the camera. It did get bumped, like I said. I, I ended up bumping it a little bit uh, coming in. Let's see if I can't fix that. Uh, amen. All right, you guys. Uh, yeah, put up with enough of this. Anyway, we're going to let it go. Father God, I come before you again, as I always like to do, and just praise you, give you all the honor, all the glory. Uh, you're amazing, Father God, and I'm grateful and humbled to continue to bring this message. No matter what obstacles get thrown at me, uh, Father God, you always keep me in that right direction, that right lane that I'm supposed to, and that, that centered lane here that I'm supposed to uh, be on and that tracking that I'm supposed to do, uh, Father God. This is your church, your house. Spirit's always welcome here. Uh, I'm grateful and, again, humbled to continue this message, this mission that you have called me to. Uh, Father God, uh, you know, I want to pray for family, friends, everybody connected, everybody listening, hearing, watching these videos, watching these podcasts, this church service of yours here that, uh, you know, you just lift them up and encourage them. Uh, plant that seed, Father God, uh, as they, you know, as we all turn uh, turn to you, we look to you, um, it, you know, as, uh, as we are in the end times, things are getting tougher all over the place. And uh, so we lean on you and we trust in you and we hold on to you. Father God, this is, again, this is your mission. Uh incredible uh incredible uh mission that you called me to and i greatly uh greatly take it and and just keep uh just moving forward so thank you father god and all uh all, all everything that, you, that i go through uh it is nothing compared to what uh what was sacrificed so 
I keep going, keep moving forward. Again, I give this all over to you. In Jesus' name I pray right now. Amen and amen. All right, my friends. Well, a little adjustment, a little after 9 o'clock again here on Melon TV. And, of course, you know, this is going to be uploaded back to all the channels again. Uh, we had uh, some technical issues again, like I was talking about. Uh, we had uh, little some issues with our camera on Melon. I don't know what it was. It just stopped. It, and that's the second or third time that happened. So I found a way around it. You know, the devil can't stop this mission, friends. He can't stop the message. All right. Well, the first uh, set of scriptures I want to look at, friends, on the list is Acts chapter 9. So go to your Bibles. Like I said, church is on, church is open. Uh, we are here, and uh, we're going to look at Acts. Uh, Acts chapter 9. So I hope you got your Bibles with you. That fresh cup of coffee, my friends. Pens, papers, notebook, tablets, highlighters for your highlighters, and more. Uh, amen, friends. And I just found out my new Bible's already in uh, transit here locally, so I should be getting that either tomorrow or Monday, uh, and that's going to be awesome. A new Bible, finally. So I am grateful about that. Uh, amen. All right, so I am going to go through just a couple of notes here, uh, readjust a couple of spots, but we're going to look at, uh, again, uh, Acts chapter 9. That's going to be our first opening, and then I'll go ahead and go into the opening uh, scriptures. You're live here in church a little after 9 o'clock, friends, Pacific Center time. Oh, mercy. Let's get going. Let's just get right to it, friends. No time to waste for the Sabbath night uh, podcast. And uh, we'll see how things go in the morning, but uh, I think I've got uh, something rescheduled or set for uh, tomorrow morning, and I think I might be jumping over to uh, Restream TV. I'll change this out from uh, Melon since we're here now. Uh, it, you know, I like to kind of rotate things around a little bit, so I'll reset that, and we'll uh, we'll jump over to Restream. Amen. Boy, I almost coughed and sneezed at the same time. I don't know how that's possible. Anyway, let's get to it, friends. Chapter 9 in the book of... Uh, re <laughs> readjust my lights. I'm going to have to get some new ones. Uh, let's uh, get to chapter 9 in the book of Acts. The conversion of Saul. Now, I was thinking about that. We all have our come-to-Jesus moments, our conversion, if you will. So let's read it. Let's check it out. So, and Saul... Uh, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest and desired of him letters to Damascus to the synagogues that it be found any of, his, of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. And again, this is why I ordered the new Bible, because uh, I had a little struggle with, uh, <laughs> where's my other glasses here? And of course, I can't find them either. Uh, I do have kind of a backup pair, and I think they're way back here. I'm not going to be able to get to them, but this is why I ordered the new Bible, because I am not seeing 
uh, friends, I'm not seeing it, so um, let's cut that light out. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not able to read this too well, uh, and it's, um, let's see, um, nope, let's see, what's happened here? I don't want to end the podcast on Blog Talk Radio. So anyway, um, <laughs> this is why I decided to order another Bible, because I can't, uh, it's tough to see here. Anyhow, let's keep going, uh, and... And go, we'll go to back to three. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. And he fell to earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, Am Jesus? I am Jesus. Whom thou persecutest. Uh, let's see. It is hard uh, for thee to kick against the pricks. And he trembled and astonished, said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be, uh, shall be told thee what thou must do. See, we all have our come to Jesus moments no matter what eventually we do so this is why this uh, scripture is pretty important here and the men which journeyed uh, with him stood speechless hearing a voice but seeing no man and Saul arose from the earth and when his eyes were opened he saw no man but they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. And he was, uh, he was three days without sight, and neither did uh, eat nor drink. And there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him, and the Lord, in a vi- or said the Lord in a vision, Ananias, he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the street which is called Straight and inquire the house of uh, Judas. Right? Is that what that is? All right. That's why I can't wait. New Bible should be Monday. Tomorrow, Monday. Uh, Amen. So, uh, for one called Saul of Tarsus, for he, behold, uh, he prayeth, or for behold, he prayeth, and has seen a vision, uh, a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him, that he might receive his sight. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he hath done by thy saints in Jerusalem. Huh. I just had a revelation breakthrough on well, the current events over the last few years here, last couple of years. Uh, I'm not going to speak too much on it, but y'all know what's going on, right? And so that scripture uh, just clicked something in my thought pro- in my thoughts here, uh, the events over the last couple of years, three years, maybe 20, something like that. As he said, Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he hath done 
to the to thy saints at Jerusalem. Uh, and he uh, here he hath authority from the chief priest to bind all that call on thy name. But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him great things he must suffer for my name's sake. And Ananias uh, went his way and entered into the house and putting his hands on him, said, Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus, that appears unto thee in the way as thou comest, or camest, there he says, uh, let's see, has seen, or sent him that thou magnify it. i got to turn this light on, so it's going to be a bit of a, a glow here. Uh, amen. Boy, I wish I would have put my other glasses on the other side there, because uh, I can't get to it. Uh, amen. Hold on here, friends. I got a pop up that showed up. All right. Um, let's see if I can get this going here. All right. So let's get that down there. Get the volume off. Make sure. All right. A little bit of glow, but maybe that'll help a little bit here. Uh, all right. So let's go back up. Uh, sorry about that, friends. Let's go back up here in 40, I believe, uh, 16. For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. And Ananias sent, uh, went his way and entered into the house and putting, on, uh, putting his hands on him said, Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus, that appeared unto thee in the way as thou camest, has sent me that thou mightest receive the sight. Right, thy sight, and he fill, uh, he be filled uh, with the Holy Ghost, or he be filled with the Holy Ghost. There it is. And immediately there fell from his eyes as it had been scales. He and he received his sight for with and, and arose, and he was baptized. Amen, right? Brother Saul got baptized in the name of the Holy Spirit. All right, uh, now Saul testifies in Damascus. And when he had received meat, uh, let's see, he was strengthened. Then, Saul, then was Saul certain days of the disciples which were at Damascus. And straightway he preached Christ in the synagogue that he is the Son of God. Amen. All right. But all that heard him were amazed and said, Is not this he that destroyed them, which called on his name uh, in uh, Jerusalem and came hither for that? Uh, let's see. <laughs> I got sleeping computers. Every time I start reading and start getting into this, it just they go out. So got to watch that. Amen. Anyway, and came hither for that intent, that he might bring them bound into the chief priests. But Saul increased the more in strength and confounded the Jews which dwelt at Damascus, proving that this is the very Christ. And let me fix that note there. All right. Now Saul escapes 
to Jerusalem in verse 23 in the book of Acts chapter 9. We're reading about the conversion of uh, Saul here. And after that, many days were fulfilled. The Jews took counsel to kill him, but their slaying or laying await was known of Saul, and they watched the gates day and night to kill him. Then the disciples took him by night and said, I wish I had my other glasses. I don't know what I did with them. Like I said, I think they're way back over there on the other side. I don't know. And again, one more time, let me try to fix that uh, camera here. Um, amen. All right. Little adjustment time. I wanted to make sure it was there. Uh, amen. Hopefully you guys can see that okay. All right. Let's try it again. <laughs> I know. It's always something. Um, that's the new effects thing there I got going on. So sorry about all that. And I got the lights on, but uh, it seems awful dark. I'm not sure what's happening with that. I didn't change nothing, have the regular lights going on, and uh, it should be, should be the norm. So interesting, always interesting here. I got to do it again one more time, hopefully. Hang on here. Um, let's see. Sorry about this, friends. I really am. I, I'm not trying to do this on purpose. It's just not uh, looking right to me. And I think that's it. Well, we're going to try it, friends. Sorry about the adjustments, but I really have to make sure. And I did right before. I had 30 minutes to work on it. And uh, I thought it was okay. It looked all right to me. Uh, but... When I'm looking at the main camera, it it just seems off, and I don't know what that is. I'm not sure why uh, that is. Well, I'll keep battling it. Anyway, let's keep going here, friends. Uh, and 23 again, and after that, uh, <laughs> and, and the other adjustments here. Uh, amen. All right. And after that, many days were fulfilled, and the Jews took uh, counsel to kill him, but their laying away was known to, to Saul, and they watched the gates day and night to kill him. Then the disciples took by night and led him down by the, uh, or see, all right, by the wall to a bucket, or a basket, and when Saul was come to Jerusalem, he uh, essayed to join himself to the disciples. And they were all afraid of him and believed not that he was a disciple. He converted, friends. All right, let's see if I can get going. Let's grab some of that fresh cooked coffee here, friends. Amen. All right. Nothing like a good, fresh-brewed cup of coffee. Right, friends? Amen. All right. So hopefully the headset sounds good. I was going to get, like I said, I uh, talked about that before. I was going to get the Beats. Didn't happen, but I found these, and they work really good. It's pretty awesome here. All right, so let's continue and close out with uh, Acts 9. Also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost, uh, for he heard them speak with tongues and magnify God uh, and answered Peter then answered Peter can any man forbid uh, water that they should not be baptized which have received the Holy Ghost 
as well as we. Uh, and he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then prayed they him to tarry certain days. Mercy, my friends. I tell you, that's tough to read. Uh, I, um, like I said, oh, did I go to, I did jump. Oh, I'm sorry, friends. Uh, that's not right. <laughs> I jumped over to 10. My, my book stuck together. Uh, all right. So now, uh, as you guys got a, just a glimpse of chapter 10, we're going to jump back to 9. That's the first opening. And I, I did it because of these glasses. I can't see here. Uh, all right. So back to 27 in the book of Acts 9. Now, he says, But Barnabas uh, took him and brought him to the apostles and declared unto them how he had uh, seen the Lord in um, in the way, and that he had spoken to him, and how he had preached boldly to Damascus in the name of Jesus. Amen. And he was with them, coming in, uh, and going out at Jerusalem. And he spake boldly in the name of the Lord Jesus, and disputed against the Grecians. But they went about to slay him. Which, when the brethren knew, they brought him down to Caesarea and sent him forth to Persis, or Tarsus, there it is. Then had the churches uh, rest throughout all of Judea and Galilee, or Galilee, and Samaria, and were edified in walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost, went, or were, multiplied. Right? All right. Thanks for bearing with me. Like I said, I couldn't. Now, I just used these glasses the other night. I thought they were working. Uh, I have a spare that were a little bit better. I uh, can't find them at the moment. Like I said, I think they're behind the laptop here, uh, behind Channel 1. Uh, so, again, excited. New Bible. Large print. So, hopefully, I'll be able to. You know, I'm praying, I'm praying. I'm going to be uh, able to read here a little bit better. All right. So, as they were, and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost were multiplied. All right. Now, Ananias healed. And when it came to pass, as Peter passed throughout all quarters, he came down uh, also to the saints, which dwelt at Lydia, or Lydda, uh, where he found a certain man named uh, Aeneas, which had kept his bed eight years and was sick of the palsy. And Peter said unto him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ, make it the whole. Arise and uh, make thy bed. And he, and he arose immediately. And all that dwelt in Leda, or Lida, and Siron uh, saw him uh, and turned to the Lord. Now Dorcas restored to life. Now where was Joppa, a certain disciple named Tabitha, which by interpretation is called Dorcas. This woman was full of good works and alm, uh, alms deed, uh, which she did. And it came to pass in those days that she was sick and died, whom, 
when they had washed, they laid her in the upper chamber, right? We see this as she's in the upper chamber here. Uh, amen. Now, and as much as Lydda was uh, nigh to Joppa, and the disciples had heard that Peter was there, they sent unto him uh, two men desiring him that he would not delay to come to them. Right. Uh, then Peter arose and went with them when he was uh, come. They brought him into the upper chamber, and all the widows stood by him sleeping, and showing the uh, the count or the coats and garments which Dorcas made, which. Uh, she was with them. And again, friends, thank you guys for putting up with us. Uh, for some reason, I really thought these glasses were going to work. I used them on the other podcast. But uh, for some reason, I'm, I'm, I am really struggling here to read. But I'm going to get through this. Uh, I wanted to bring some scriptures to you. I have a Sabbath day podcast here. Well, night, but... Uh, you know, I wanted to I wanted to get on here again, get the video part of the podcast out, and continue uh, aggravating the devil, my friends. So, uh, again, thank you guys for all your support, your prayers. Um, they are amazing. I'm praying for my eyesight. Got a message a month or two back from a doctor saying, ah, you're going blind. You're losing your eyesight. I said, well, that's what you say, but I know what my God says. By his stripes... I am healed, and I'm claiming it, and I'm receiving it. Amen. All right, let's let's keep going here. Uh, then Peter, <laughs> Peter put them all forth, and I believe that's sealed. Let's see. Boy, I can't even read. I can't even, not even see that. Um, he kneeled down. There it is, and prayed, and turning him to the body, and Tabitha arise, and she opened her eyes. And when he saw Peter, uh, she sat up. And he gave her his hand, not, uh, let's see, and lifted her up. And when he had called the same, uh, let's see, the saints and the widows present her alive. And it was known throughout all of Joppa, and many believers, or many beloved in the Lord, uh, came to pass that he... Uh, let's see. He tarried many days in Joppa with one Simon a Tanner. All right. Wow. Amen. What a story, right? What an amazing story of healing and all that. Uh, miracles. Uh, friends, amen. That's so good. Amen. All right. Let's go to our, let's see, as I got, <laughs> got so many uh, extra pins here. Give me a minute. Let me put that away. I want to make sure I got that out. And hopefully, uh, like I said, I had to get some new headset. The other one broke out. So, you know, those little USB port things on the side of them uh, tend to get broke there. So it happened to... You know, it, it happened, and I was blessed to get a new pair. So, 
All right, so we got to put some armor on, my friends. We have to get some armor put on here tonight uh, again. Uh, when, uh, <laughs> Saturday, September 10th, <coughs> not Wednesday already. I'm trying to jump ahead a little bit here, but uh, we're on the eve of September 11th, and uh, kind of depends on how uh, things go in the morning. If I can wake up on time, uh, I should be on sometime after in the morning. We'll see, like I said. Otherwise, it'll be late in the afternoon, and I'm going to jump over to Restream TV. Um, I have this set up here for um, for Melon TV, but I think I'm going to go. We're going to go live on all the channels on Restream TV. Amen. All right. Uh, amen. Well, let's keep going here, friends. Got a lot for you. Let's open our Bibles. Have our Bibles open again. I hope you do. Ephesians 6, 10 through 20. Let's go ahead and boot up and suit up, my friends. Amen. We got to do that. Now, finally, my brothers and sisters, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, uh, and having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod to the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, uh, he says, taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which you know is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in bonds, and that therein I may speak uh, boldly as I ought to speak. Amen. All right. Amen. All right. Well, let's go ahead and go on over to our Sinner's Prayer of Salvation. Get a hold of me, folks. Uh, Worldwide Live Ministry Podcast Network, uh, or Yahoo, not network, uh, at yahoo.com. Right? Uh, amen. All right. My channel fell asleep, and uh, I try not to hit it to make sure it doesn't go out. I never know with these things. So you guys can catch that uh, catch that podcast from Thursday night. Um, on the 8th, about 7.30, you can catch that podcast on your Spreaker Network channel and, of course, over at YouTube, friends. So there you go. All right. Make sure that's off. Okay. Uh, again, this is for Salvation, friends. Try the email again, Worldwide Live Ministry Podcast uh, at... Yahoo.com. There it is. I know. I have my notes on the side here. So Now, dear Jesus, I know I am a sinner. I thank you for dying on the cross for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are the Son of God. And I believe that you are the Lord 
and that God raised you from the dead. Please forgive me of my sins and wash my heart clean. Come and live in my heart. Be the Lord of my life and fill me with your Holy Spirit. Teach me to walk with you and live for you the rest of my life. Thank you for saving me and for giving me the gift of uh, the gift of eternal life in heaven with you. And I confess that I am a sinner and have prayed for giving all those who have sinned against me. I ask for strength from the Lord to help me follow a path and lead others by the will of God. Amen and amen. All right. All right, friends. And let's go to the next notes. And we're going to jump on over to the serenity prayer, friends. One of my favorites. Always have that handy and close by here. All right. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Of course, living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, and accepting hardships as a pathway to peace. Taking as Jesus did the sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that he will make all things right if I surrender to his will. And I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever in the next. And I gotta get a big amen, church, for that one. Amen and amen. All right. Thought I was gonna sneeze, but I'm gonna hold out. All right, the Lord's Prayer, again, one of my favorites. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy will be done, let's see, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive them that trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Church, come on, you know. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. All right. That will be our opening uh, notes for tomorrow. Amen. All right. Well, let's get that uh, clipboard. Like I said, I got a, a few more left for you. Uh, probably be, if I can <laughs> let go of my clipboard there. Uh, amen. Uh, as, uh, what was I saying? Oh, <laughs> it'll probably be like two hours, an hour and a half to two hours uh, tonight here, friends. I just wanted to make sure I got this back on to you. Um, let's see. And we started this. I believe... Oh, 9 o'clock. <laughs> I had to remember. I was like, because I said it. I mean, we're live right now on Block Talk Radio and Spreaker and a, a few other channels here. Uh, and I had the original one set for 9.30 or 10.30. I think maybe 11. Maybe as late as 11.30 tonight. And I was like, no, no, no. We're going to just bump it up a little bit. Get on a little bit early. So uh, I restarted this for 9, uh, nine o'clock here. Uh, so, amen. I never know. <laughs> All right. Uh, what we got? Podcast notes. Taking that. Okay. We're going to stay in the Bible. We're going to jump all the way back to Revelation, friends. You know, I always like to include 
uh, some of the uh, Book of Revelation on all the podcasts, uh, just to you know, just to uh, help you guys, uh, you know, understand the uh, the warnings and and to under you know understand the end times that we're in. Uh, we really need to take a look at Revelations. Uh, friends, so that's what I'm going to do. So we are going to look at Revelation 20 and 22 here, and I'm going to go ahead and put that over here uh, on my side so I can see what uh, we've got going. So you guys are in your first hour here, live on the air. Oh, there's my hang on, uh, <laughs> my other glasses, which I may have to uh, change over to. But uh, you're in your first hour, part one here. Uh, on the air for Saturday night, September 10th, the eve of uh, um, 9-11 here. Uh, and again, sometime tomorrow, I'll be jumping on and we'll be doing that. So let me see if I can't, uh, if these glasses are a little bit better here. Uh, they look a little funny, but they, the, they're actually a little bit, uh, I think a little bit better with the, the uh, glass part so I could read a little bit better here. Anyway, I never know. And like I said, they the doctor said I was losing eyesight on my left side here. Uh, and I believe that's where I got hit in the face with a rock um, about a year or two ago. Um, so, uh, but I I prayed over it. I put some holy oil on it. Uh, and, uh, you know, I believe I believe God's going to heal that eye. I believe he's going to, you know, make it, make it new, renew it again. And so... Uh, I know I got to have faith, friends, and and that's we do. We have to have the faith of a grain of a mustard seed, no matter what the odds or obstacles uh, that get thrown at us. Uh, we really have to have the faith and keep the faith. And so I believe in healing, and I believe that God's going to restore that eye, so I can see a little bit better here, or more uh, actually better than it was before. Amen. I'm claiming it. All right. Well, again, let's go to Revelation 20 through 22 here, friends. Amen. All right, Satan bound for a thousand years. And I saw an angel come down from heaven, uh, having the key of the bottomless pit and, gr and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil. And Satan and bound him a thousand years. And cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal upon him. And he should deceive the nations no more, till the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that, he must be loosed a little season. Again, as we see. Amen. And I saw thrones, and they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon his foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. But the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power. But they should be priests of God and of Christ, 
and should reign or shall reign with him a thousand years. And when a thousand years are uh, expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison and shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth. Now we're talking again about Gog and Magog. Uh, to gather them together to battle, the number of whom as the sand of the sea. And they went up on the breadth of the earth, encompassed the camp and saints about, and the beloved city and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them, just like it happened in Sodom and Gomorrah, right? And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. All right, now we're looking at the judgment at the great white throne. And I saw a great white throne in him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, uh, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things that were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man, according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. That's some serious stuff there, friends. Uh, and it says in verse 15, And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Now let's go to 21. Uh, a new heaven and a new earth. And this is God's promise, friends. We can take that right to the bank, my friends. How awesome is that? And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. Again, for those that doubt and, and mock it, here's your proof. You need to trust God and need to have faith, uh, friends. And um, I, I pity and, and pray uh, for those that mock the word of God, friends. Uh, boy, that's some, that, you just saw You just read it, friends. You just heard it. Uh, it, it is not a joke. Uh, you will be cast into the lake of fire, and it's, there's weeping and gnashing of the teeth. That doesn't sound like a pleasant time to me, friends. Time to repent and get right with Jesus. Amen. All right, let's go back to 21. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the, and the first earth has passed away, or were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God, uh, out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned to her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven, saying, Behold, the tabernacles of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, or with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself uh, shall be with them, and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, uh, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. Amen. And he sat upon he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. 
And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. And I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. And he that overcometh shall inherit all things. And I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the fearful and the unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and adulterers uh, and all liars uh, shall have their part in the lake uh, which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now the new Jerusalem. And there came unto me one of the seven angels which had the seven vials full of the seven last plagues and, and talked with me, saying, Come hither, I will show thee the bride, the Lamb's wife. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me that great city. The holy Jerusalem descended out of heaven from God, having the glory of God in her light was like unto a stone most precious even like a jasper stone clear as crystal, and had a wall great and high, and had twelve gates, and the gates twelve angels, the names written thereon, which are the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel. And on the east, again, it goes uh, east, north, uh, south, and west. They all had the three gates on them, which was uh, a great uh, picture, a visual you could see. And the wall of the city had twelve foundations, and in the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. And he that had talked with me had a golden reed to measure the city and gates thereof and wall thereof. And the city lieth four square, and the length is as large as the breadth. And he measured the city with a great reed, twelve thousand furlongs. The length and the breadth and the height of it are equal. And he measured the wall thereof a hundred and forty and four cubits, and according to the measure of man that is of the angel. And the building of the wall of it was jasper, and the city was pure gold, like unto uh, pure glass or clear glass. And the foundations of the wall that were the city were garnished with all manner of precious stones. The first uh, foundation jasper, the second sapphire, the third a caldoni. The fourth, an emerald, uh, the fifth, sardonyx, the sixth, sardius, the seventh, chrysolite, the eighth, beryl, uh, the ninth, the topaz, uh, the tenth, uh, chrysopolis, amen, uh, and the eleventh, adjacent, the twelfth, and amethyst. And the twelve gates were twelve pearls, every gate was of one, let's see, one pearl, and the street of the city was pure gold as it were transparent glass. And I saw no temple therein, for the Lord Almighty and the Lamb were temple uh, the temple of it. And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of the Lord of God did or of, of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. And the nations of them which are uh, saved shall walk in the light of it. And the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor into it. And the gates of it shall not be shut up uh, or shut at all by day, for there shall be no night there. And they shall bring the glory and honor of the nations into it. 
and there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth, uh, neither whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie. And they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. And again, there's two books of life, the Lamb's book and the book of life, which I've talked about here a lot. So, uh, amen. All right, let's go to 22. All right. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. And the midst of the streets of it and either side of the river was there the tree of life, which uh, had or bare twelve manner of fruits, and yielded her fruit every month, and the leaves of the trees were for the healing of the nations. And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. And they shall see his face, and to shall see, and uh, his name shall be in their foreheads. And there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord giveth them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. Uh, Christ is to come soon, and we got to be prepared, friends. Church, we got to be prepared, not scared, not. You know, uh, what is it? Uh, what's the word there? Uh, not wishy-washy, not, uh, you know, oh, well, maybe he'll show up. I don't think he'll show up, or eh, it's not real. Yes, it is real, and, and Jesus is showing up, friends. We've got to be prepared and ready. And he said unto me, Christ is to come soon, he said here, verse 6. And he said unto me, these sayings are faithful and true, and the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show his, uh, unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. All right, more notes. And behold, I come quickly, he says. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of <clears throat> the prophecy of this book. And I, John, saw these things and heard them, and when I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel which showed me these things. Then saith he unto him, How, uh, let's see, see thou do it not, for I am thy fellow servant, and of the brethren, the prophets, and of the which keep the sayings of this book, worship God. And he saith unto me, Seal not the sayings of the prophecy of the book, for the time is at hand. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still, and he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with him, to give every man according as his work shall be. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning of the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do as his commandment and they may have right uh, to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates of the city uh, for without are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie I Jesus have sent mine angel to testify unto you these sayings in his churches or in the churches I am the root and the offspring 
of David in the bright and morning star, and the Spirit and the bride uh, say, Come, and let him that heareth say, Come, and let him that is the thirst come, and whosoever will let him take the water of life freely. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man, now we got to heed this warning and pay attention. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in the book. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away uh, his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city. And from the things which are written in his in this book, uh, he let's see, he which testifieth these things saith, surely I come quickly, Amen. Even so come I or see, Lord Jesus, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all, Amen and Amen. Powerful friends, I tell you, you gotta watch this word. You know, read those, read that scripture there. All right, so we're just a little after 10 o'clock already, my friends. How's that for that first hour? And uh, as I'm getting all kinds of lights going on here, uh, I had to shut some of the monitors off just because um, they are bright and reflecting in the camera here. So I'm going to have to figure that out. Amen. All right, well, there you go. Got a few of them out there. First hour here. We're going to keep rolling a little bit here. Amen. Uh, all right. I think I want to do this one, uh, friends. Like I said, this is kind of a recap of the audio portion of the podcast I just did on Tuesday uh, or Thursday. Uh, and uh, I didn't get a chance to because we lost the, uh, we lost the uh, video part of it. So... That's never good. So I wanted to go back in and uh, kind of recap everything. Uh, just really go back over stuff again. Uh, all right. So hopefully I won't lose my bookmarks here. Um, but you never know. Amen. All right. I'll put that there. Um, amen. So, let me put the clipboard back over here. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to recap this one, friends. In the NLT recap, i got a couple of them for you tonight. Uh, I want to look at uh, adopted and assured. And I'll throw this at you. Of course, I'll give you the scriptures again. Uh, now, if you listen to the audio portion of the podcast, it was there. So, I want to kind of uh, go back over it again. Uh, amen. All right, let's fix that note, uh, friends, right there, real quick here. A couple of them, a couple of spots. Uh, now, I do have some of these available. Um, I know we had an issue with the last uh, batch that went out uh, last summer, I think. Um, and uh, so, uh, I've got some more in, and I can send these out. Let me know. All right. Adopted and assured. Now, we have looked... At what happens when we are regenerated, when Christ comes into our lives, and uh, when we are justified, when God forgives our sin and puts his righteousness in its place. Now let us take a look at some more uh, scriptures here. It's an incredible thing God has done uh, for us. 
He has adopted us into his family as his children. Amen, right? Now, uh, let's see. Adoption, as you know, as you look up the meaning of it or the, uh, um, you know, to understand it, is to be given the rights of a son or daughter. In essence, you have been given the full rights of sonship in the family of God as though you were born that way, right? Uh, amen. Now, the story of the prodigal son illustrates in Luke chapter 15, uh, 11 through 32 for that. The wayward son thought that after leaving home, he would no longer be considered a son, but would in, instead be treated as a hired servant. Much to his surprise, when he made the long journey home, his father welcomed him and smothered him with kisses, you know, returned him, so, or came back. Uh, amen. So he then gave orders to bring out the best robe and put a ring on his finger, signifying full rights as a son. That is exactly what God has done for you. Take some time now to examine three scriptures or some passages here uh, that he, let's see, that assure you of your adoption into God's family. Amen. All right, Anchor Cast Box, you guys are closing out the first hour. We're going to keep rolling here. Uh, I'm kind of just checking monitors and stuff and checking the timing here. Uh, got a few more for you. All right, one here, friends. God dis disciplines his children. Hebrews 12, 5, 9. Uh, recognizing that you are now a child of God is not some distant hope, but a present reality. One of the ways God will remain or remind you of this by uh, correcting you and bringing you back into line like a loving father when you stray away. Uh, from him. Two, uh, before we were believers, we may have felt no sense of guilt for certain things we did or did not do. But now that we are Christians, God's uh, Holy Spirit shows us the way to live, which includes correcting us. He does this not because he hates us, but because he loves us uh, as his own dear children. Understanding this truth should help uh, us in the way we behave. And the second, the next one here is a, uh, kind of a four-parter. You have an approachable father in Galatians 4.6. The Aramaic word translated dear father is Abba, which is the word of affection that a young child would use uh, enduringly towards his or her father. A Western equivalent of that phrase would be Papa, or Papa, or Daddy, of course. Uh, God does not want to be viewed in some, distance un, or some distant, uninterested father, but as a loving, approachable father to whom you can turn at any time because you are his child. And that's great comfort, friends, right? Amen. Now, his promises are not based upon your feelings. 1 John 5, 11 through 13 for this. Now, there will be times as a Christian when we may not feel God's presence. You may even be tempted to doubt that he 
uh, has come into your life. But again, over in 1 John 5.13, but it does not say, I write this to you who believe in the Son of God so that you may feel you have eternal life. This is because feelings come and go. They fluctuate. Nor does the Bible say, I write this so that you may hope. If God is in a really good mood, that's not the case, friends. But you have an eternal life. It says, so that you may know, eternal life is yours.